into A to Z Sports primetime on a Thursday night from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford since 1983, 55, or excuse me, almost 40 years in the business. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. Forgive my terrible math. DraftKings Sportsbook, promo code A2Z Sports gets you in on all the action in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. I'll tell you more about the offer that they have for you this weekend momentarily. The Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage, GaryAshton.com, is where you go for your dream address without the stress. Get the Intel Edge with the Ashton team at GaryAshton.com. So, this is a fascinating uh, fascinating offseason so far. We've seen a lot of movement with a lot of different players. The Chargers are going crazy with not just uh, not just what they've done in free agency or in signing Mike Williams to a three-year, $60 million deal. They also today traded for Khalil Mack. We've seen the Denver Broncos. I mean, really, the AFC West is going crazy in particular, but it's become a, it's become a really, really slanted on the AFC side of things. NFL, right? The NFC has been weakened by the loss of some of its top quarterbacks by some retirements. Brady, Breeze, now gone on that side of the bracket. Aaron Rodgers still there. There's still some good quarterbacks in the NFC, but... The AFC seems to be where the real power is, or at least where the star power is. So we're going to, so we're going to look at how the Titans can kind of keep up, keep this pace at this point, because it's something that we, uh, something that I think a lot of us have thought about and how the Titans can really keep themselves relevant in this crazy AFC. So in looking at it, I think the question that we have to start with is what offseason move have you liked the most in the NFL? What's been your favorite offseason move so far? It can be something like the Titans signing Harold Landry. It can be Russell Wilson to the Denver Broncos. I imagine some of you are, or most of you are Titans fans, so they're going to be Titans related in nature. But what's been your favorite move of the offseason so far? We'll talk about it together. In the comments on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, we will uh, we'll discuss them at length. I'll tell you mine momentarily right after I tell you about the people who present the Two Rivers Ford take. Of course, that is Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford has the Built for You program, so you can get any Ford, any color, any customizable accessories. They'll build the car for you. They'll deliver it right to your door, so you never have to worry about it. You can get all of the things that you require in your life in a vehicle. And Two Rivers Ford will take care of the rest. Two Rivers Ford, award-winning customer service and non-commissioned salespeople. Find out more online at tworiversford.com. So, what's been your favorite move of the offseason so far? Russell to Denver for Joseph on Facebook Live. Steven Crozio likes the release of Darrington Evans, the former third-round pick of the Tennessee Titans. That 2020 draft, by the way, looking like a tough scene. For Steven Snyder, it's been, I like the Harold Landry press conference, how he loves Nashville, but never came here before he was drafted. Yeah, Harold did speak to the media today, and he was on uh, 3HL, the uh, the afternoon drive show. For those of you who don't know, I'm sure many of you do know if you've been Nashville residents, because 3HL is, like, uh, is one of the biggest brands in local sports media. But Harold was on 3HL as well today, talking about, you know, just how the city has embraced him and and how important it's been 
for him to be available for the Tennessee Titans, given the fact that he hasn't missed a game in three years. But uh, at this point, there's been a lot of crazy moves this offseason, and some of the craziness being a result of a non-movement, right? Aaron Rodgers staying in Green Bay was one of the bigger discussion points of this offseason so far. But when I kind of look at it, you know, obviously I'm going to look at it through a local perspective, as I'm sure many of you are, and I'm going to say, okay, so what the Titans have done so far, they have given Harold Landry a long-term contract. They have released two of their starting offensive line, well, two offensive linemen, one in Roger Saffold, another in Kendall Lamb for a total of almost $14 million in savings. They have also released Darrington Evans, the running back so far, and this is all ahead of free agency. By the way, I still believe, as most of you probably do, there are still more cuts to come on this roster, and Jack Rabbit Jenkins is where I think most people are starting to turn their attention towards. So in in kind of evaluating what the Titans have done this offseason, I, you know, it'd be hard for me to say that the re-signing of Harold Landry has not been my favorite uh, move of the offseason to this point. Yeah, um, I got to say, you know, it just feels, it feels just awesome. Um, you know, I'm just feeling so blessed and grateful um, and thankful you know, for the life that I get to live and experience um, with the awesome family that I have. Um, you know, I'm just so thankful, you know, that this organization, you know, has the faith and trust in me, um, you know, to get this deal done um, and to lock me in um, for the future here. Um, it's just an awesome family. So that was Harold Landry at his press conference today. What's been your favorite move of the offseason so far? For me, it's the extension of Harold Landry to keep this Titans defense together. Individually, I mean, Jeff Simmons is probably the only one who's truly special. But together, they are one of the most fearsome defensive fronts in all of football. Now you're going to have things like uh, rivals in Los Angeles with Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa, what they've done there, and there's a couple of good fronts across the league. But what offseason move have you liked the most so far? I think for the Titans, it's been the move to keep their best thing, their best asset together. And that, of course, would be the defensive front. Um, that's the kind of player you want representing the organization. Very well spoken and clearly loves it here, says Ryan Fields. Well, you know, I mean, I don't think a guy, I, I, you know, not to, not to, read too much into your comment there, Ryan, but like, what does, well-spoken, I I understand why it's important because you want them to be a representative of the organization, right? And you want your organization to be represented uh, well from the the most front-facing members, from the franchise members, right? But like, you know, when you get into players who aren't necessarily well-spoken and and what that kind of means, you know, I just want good, genuine, hard, if I'm, you know, if I'm a fan of a particular fan base, I want good, genuine, hardworking, and honest players to represent my organization. The rest, you know, I I don't particularly care about how they present themselves, I think does matter to a degree, but I largely understand what you're saying, right? Like Harold is a quality human who has worked his ass off to get a big contract, and now he's going to be one of the best and biggest representatives of this franchise. <laughs> Mark Jones says, now we need to sign. Now we need to try and sign Gronk. Uh, well, you know, I mean, the Gronk thing, we can talk about when we get to top targets. But, you know, for 
the the numbers the numbers kind of looking at a the numbers kind of looking at what Harold Landry what this defense is. My buddy Lucas Panzeca, my radio producer. Of course, we have producer Reed on the primetime show and producer Lucas on the radio show. Lucas had a, a collection of numbers, a collection of statistics about the Titans' defense with and without Harold or with and without. Bud Dupree, which I thought was a pretty interesting look. My initial reaction was that, okay, this would mean, the statistical evidence would mean, that Bud Dupree is the better pass rusher of the two players, Harold Landry and Bud Dupree. Because Lucas found these statistics for me, and I'll pull them up. With Bud Dupree, the Titans have 38 sacks, which is 3.45 sacks per game, 189 total pressures, that's over 17 per game, 10 total turnovers, 1.36 per game, 10 of 11 games with less than 100 yards rushing allowed. Now, without Bud Dupree, it's a different story. 14 sacks, so a half, uh, well, less than half, actually. Um, again, this is why I can't do math on the air. Less than half, uh, 2.3 sacks per game, 101 total pressures, 7 total turnovers, 4 of 6 games, with less than 100 yards rushing allowed. So they have been uh, hugely statistically successful with Bud Dupree on the field. But in talking to Greg Cosell on the install yesterday, I thought his point two points that he made were very interesting, and you're going to hear both of them. One, his thoughts on how the Titans need to keep up in the rest of this AFC, which we kind of discussed yesterday. And two, what he makes of Harold Landry and Bud Dupree and how you kind of assign the value to pass rushers. You'll hear from Greg here in just a second, right after I tell you about DraftKings Sportsbook. Promo code A2Z Sports gets you in on the conference tournament action. College basketball is going crazy right now. For those of you who are watching Alabama and Vanderbilt, for those of you who watch South Carolina and Mississippi State, earlier DraftKings Sportsbook, if you're a new customer, you can bet $5 on any team to win their game and get 200 bucks in free bets if they do. It's that simple. If they win, you win. If you're not a new customer, they have same-game parlays for you, which allow you to combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code A to Z Sports. Bet $5 on any college hoops team to win their game and get 200 bucks in free bets if they do. If they win, you win. With promo code A to Z Sports this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Tennessee only. Minimum $5 deposit. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee red line 1-800-889-9789. So, in talking about which of these players is better, Bud Dupree or Harold Landry, who gives the defense the best opportunity to win, we kind of discussed, we kind of discussed that in two parts with Greg yesterday on the podcast that Cosell and myself do called The Install, where we looked at, one, the questions that the Titans have to answer, and two, what Harold Landry means to this particular football team. The division is going to be incredibly exciting to watch, and and Greg, honestly, Titans are kind of going counterculture because they play the AFC West this coming season, so they're going to see those quarterbacks. Which, you know, raises the point which we discussed throughout the season, and then we can move on and, and talk about some of the other things, but yeah. it, it raises the question of how do the Titans see their offense as we go into the 2022 season? You know, obviously Derrick Henry at his best is is the best back in the league, and yeah. 
they're not going to discard Derrick Henry. And by discard, I don't mean get rid of him, but I mean they're not going to say we're not going to hand him the ball. Go away from but, him. Right. But I think at some point, and I'm, I'd be very curious to be a fly on the wall for those conversations, and you may know more than I, but I think at some point you have to realize, and you and I actually discussed this, you know, we, we talked about this when we were in Indianapolis, that it's really hard in this league now to go in and, and, and win 1916 and win 2017. Right. I mean, I remember distinctly, as do you, that after the Cincinnati loss in the playoffs, um, Mike Rabel basically said, well, we played Titans football and it was our game. And in a sense, it was that's Titans football. He was spot on. We've seen them play that game all year long. Right. I mean, that's Titans football. So the question is, not that you want to abandon that totally and do a whole reworking, but at some point, do you need more offensively? And I, I would all, I would argue you do, but you know, we'll see how they feel about it. Sure, and maybe this is more in the weeds than we intended to get today, but I think they're hoping for just additional perspective in bringing Tim Kelly on as the passing yeah. game coordinator to at least provide them with some additional ideas in the room and kind of expand uh, what they're trying to do offensively. But, I mean, that goes kind of into the – the next portion of the conversation, Greg, Harold Landry got a big old contract here in Tennessee. He's going to be playing alongside Jeffrey Simmons, Danico Autry, and Bud Dupree uh, for years to come. And this is one of the better pass rushes in football right now. We were talking before we started the podcast about Harold Landry and Bud Dupree as players. What's your kind of assessment of those two individually and how much do they work within this defense together well I think Harold Landry's a better pass rusher than Bud Dupree if you're just looking at pass rush traits yeah. and the ability to put pressure on the quarterback uh, and just twitchiness and suddenness words we like to use when we talk about pass rushers um, I think Landry has more of that than Bud Dupree Dupree is probably he, they're built differently I mean Landry's not a small man but Landry is not a big thick right thickly built frame guy Lan, uh, Dupree is, is more thickly built so you know, look, defense, this team has kind of been built on defense in the run game. You don't, you didn't want to lose your defense. I mean, Landry is a really important piece. He had his best year. They moved him around a bit this year. They became a little more versatile with their deployment of him. You really wanted to keep him if you could, and they did. So that that's a really positive signing. And, of course, the hope is this year, Bud Dupree, who was their big free agent signing a year ago, will not miss the games that he did this year, and they'll be able to play with Dupree, Landry, Simmons, and Autry, which is a pretty formidable front four in their sub fronts. So that that. So that's Greg Cosell breaking it down on the install yesterday. Go check out the podcast wherever it is you get your podcast. So, uh, I mean, I have some people asking me. For example, Alex Moxon says, "Dead serious, bro. What has he done? Are we talking about Harold Landry, Alex?" Uh, you'll have to be you'll have to be more specific if, unless you're talking about like me specifically. What have I done? I mean, I don't know what I've done yet. I'm sure I'll do something that's you know problematic here in a second. But what you'll you'll have to be more specific because if you're asking me what Harold Landry has done to earn his contract, I'd be happy to lay those things out for you. If if you're you know as you claim dead serious, bro, just uh, allow, let me know and I'll be happy to clarify. Uh, So kind of looking at this, Harold Landry is the better individual pass rusher, but as Chris Frazier points out, Bud Dupree seems to make everybody better around him. Harold has been able to maximize, uh, Harold has been able to 
maximize, I think, his potential in this defense. But at this point, I think that I think that you know it's it's not about the it, it is about the individuals. It's about the talents you have, of course. But this is more about the 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 value is in the assets together, and they've done well to keep those together. Alex is talking about Russell Wilson. What's what's he done? Well, Alec, uh, Russell Wilson has won a Super Bowl. I mean, he's been a top five quarterback for basically, when did Russell Wilson come into the league? 2012, I think is right. And then he won a Super Bowl. He went to the, he went to another Super Bowl. I mean, he's done to, he's done a lot of, uh, a lot of things, Alex. So I would say to you that I think whatever, you're trying to take away from Russell Wilson's career. I would say that his resume is better than most. Um, you know, I don't know that I would go so far as to say like Cordy Jackson, he's a future Hall of Famer, but he's a really, really damn good player. Anyway, we don't got to, we don't get, got it. We don't have to get bogged down in that. Let's talk about top free agent targets because this is the next section of the offseason that we're getting ready to cycle through. The question is for you guys, what is the free agent? The Titans need to prioritize. Give me one name that you think the Titans need to go out of their way to sign. Give me an answer on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. It could be at any position. It could be anybody who is available, who is out from under their contract when the new league year begins six days from now. Let me know what is the free agent, who is the free agent, I believe is the better way to say that, that the Titans should prioritize. We'll talk about that together right after I tell you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress. The Ashton team has you covered with the Intel Edge. You can get the Intel Edge that allows you to win the buyer battle, just like I did when the Ashton team was helping me find my home almost three years ago, which is crazy. GaryAshton.com, the place that you go. Trust the Ashton team with your next real estate needs. So, who is the free agent that the Titans should target? I think that, um, you know, Ben Jones, who at this point is without a contract, I think that Ben Jones at this stage of his career is still a valuable player, and he is somebody who you're obviously familiar with. Um, L.D. Williams says, go get Bobby Wagner. I would say to you that the inside linebacking core, as currently constructed it needs a little bit of depth but like I don't think there's a need I mean there's not really a need for Bobby Wagner right now right you have technically uh, Zach Cunningham under contract you have David Long under contract you have Monty Rice under contract I don't know that um you for the money that Bobby is going to command at this stage in his career and for what he gives you I don't know that that's the correct answer Dion Bonner says, bring back Dane Cruikshank. Yes, uh, I think that Dane did a good job in his role this year, but the money that he's probably going to get from another team, it's not. It's more than you want to play a role player in your defense. So kind of in, in analyzing this, well, what are your greatest needs? Your greatest needs are tight end, offensive line, wide receiver. Those are the three things that stand out the most at this point. Now, there's depth needs, obviously, but... Those three offensive positions kind of are glaring right now. And a player who we've talked about before and a player who they've been linked to before is Zach Ertz of the Arizona Cardinals, who, of course, I would say is my top target in free agency this offseason. His contract will be affordable. At this point, he is still dependable. And last season, when the Arizona Cardinals traded for him, 
he did make a difference in giving Kyler Murray at least some sense of security. How strange was it the first time with just putting on the Cardinals gear and all that after all the years wearing green? Yeah, it was different for sure. Um, I wore red in college, so I guess the transition wasn't as drastic being at Stanford. We were the Cardinals, so it wasn't too far going to the Cardinals. Um, but I'm excited to be here. I mean, what an opportunity it is to be on this football team. Um, 6-0, and playing great football. Being on the sideline, meeting the guys, traveling to Cleveland this past weekend. Um, I was exhausted, but it was so worth it because just being around the group, you feel the energy, you feel the leadership on this team, and I'm just excited to be a part of it. You, uh, you obviously had an emotional end there yeah. in Philadelphia, and that was always probably going to be the case. Just what, what, where are you in terms of mental exhaustion, you know, going through this whole thing and now jumping right into a game week and knowing you're going to play? Yeah, I think um, obviously it was the most of the time I spent a long time in Philly. Um, mentally, I was kind of prepared last offseason to move on. Um, played six games there. Uh, but I think the one thing that a lot of great players are able to do is kind of compartmentalize things, and you have to as an NFL player. Um, and so all my focus right now is learning this playbook, meeting the guys, being the best tight end player I can be for this team. And so for me, I'm full speed ahead uh, against the Texans on Sunday, and I'm excited to be a Cardinal. So there were some discussions, and I don't know how serious, about Zach Ertz and the Titans last year when Philadelphia was trying to ship him off for parts. They did that to Arizona in uh, you know midway through the season, and it did pay dividends for them. Now, Arizona's offense did sputter um, without DeAndre Hopkins, so I'm not saying that Zach Ertz is like a cure-all at this point, but just statistically, he's still able to produce 74 catches, 763 yards, five touchdowns on the year, and he played all 17 games for both the Eagles and the Cardinals. He's, you know, he's, again, at an advanced stage, he's going to be 32 by the next time, uh, by the time next football season. Well, no, he'll still be 31 by the time next football season starts, but that's fine. You could use some veteran savvy. Is he the best blocker in the world? I wouldn't say that he's the best blocker, but he's good enough at blocking to play within the system. And he's an upgrade on what you currently have. In fact, I would feel comfortable with them bringing back one of the three tight ends that they had last year, Ferkser, Swaim, or Michael Pruitt, or some combination, if they did, in fact, sign Zach Ertz and probably drafted a player at that position as well. You would feel confident in what that group was able to provide you and a clear and obvious upgrade over what you had last year. Gronk, I think, is interesting. And I, I don't know how... I mean, that, the tight end uh, position in free agency is the deepest of any of the positions right now. I don't, I don't know whether Gronk would do well in this system. I know that Gronk can still get to a level that not a lot of tight ends can. It's just his body is physically. And, and listen, Zach Ertz is 31. He's been through some injuries as well. But Gronk's older. And I think the thing you need more than anything is rely, reliability. Gronk did miss some time throughout the course of the season just because he's, I mean, he retired for a reason, right? His body was physically failing him. And I don't, I just, I don't know that you want to go down the famous name route again, like you did with Julio Jones, when availability is the biggest kind of issue for them. So let's wrap things up with a Brimac bounce back candidate. Who needs to bounce back in sports the most this weekend? B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brimac bounce back. 
That is the next section of the show. So let me know who needs to bounce back. And while you do that, I'll tell you about the people who present the bounce back. That, of course, is Brimac Mechanical, commercial HVAC, residential HVAC. Brimac has you covered. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brimac.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs is what Brimac offers you. The best in the business. Let them help you get in your comfort zone as the weather starts to heat up. And then, you know, if this weekend is any indication, cool back down again. The weather in Tennessee can be temperamental. Your comfort zone does not have to be at B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brimac Mechanical. So, who needs to bounce back in sports this week? Uh, Demetrius says Jerry Jones. Man, uh, this Cowboy story, and we do have A to Z Sports Dallas. I'm sure they've been covering this very thoroughly. The situation where there's a woman claiming that Jerry Jones is her father and that the mother of the child was, uh, for all intents and purposes, silenced um, many, many years ago and that she's just now coming out with this story. Jerry has been embroiled in controversy prior to this because of a cover-up with you know, Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders alleging that they were basically, <laughs> you know, used as props, like brought on team planes with sponsors to basically hang out with creepy old dudes who want to hang out with cheerleaders. Like there's a lot of different elements to the Jerry Jones thing that are problematic. And uh, Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones at this point is the most powerful owner in the league. So I don't know how much that people are willing to let Jerry get away with, but the uh, the story from Don Van Nata, which, what I, which I would recommend to you at ESPN.com is uh, really, really interesting. And this is not, you know, this is not some slap uh, who's out out to like do a takedown piece on Jerry Jones. This is a Pulitzer Prize winning journalist who's reporting this information. Um, Don Van Nata is one of the most credible people in the business. But for me, the bounce back candidate, uh, I mean, it has to be Carson Wentz, shipped away from the Indianapolis Colts, called a, basically a problem child, but not Wentz. Carson Wentz is at a tough week at work. And now he's going to a godforsaken football team that hasn't done much in the way of winning at all in recent history. I'd say this. I think that <laughs> the reality for Carson Wentz is he's got one season to save his career as a starting quarterback in the NFL now. Now that this trade has happened and the Colts have decided to move on from him, I think that this season coming for the Washington Commanders and him, it's the opportunity for him to save his career as a starter. And it's got to be in many ways shocking to him, staggering to him that this kind of happened, whether the writing was on the wall or not, that they actually moved on from him. Because going back to Frank Reich and in that system and in that coach that he has such a great relationship with, in many ways was supposed to revitalize the career. And I think, Laura, in some moments it did. In some moments it did. We saw an on-the-field performance last year that for a 12-week stretch, was pretty darn good. We've talked about the numbers from week, I think, four, week five to week 16. He was top five in the NFL when it came to QBR. So Carson's got to look at this situation and go on the field. How can he, six years into his career, become that more consistent player that we saw for that three-month stretch last year? Can he do that and get rid of the early season or late season struggles? And then, candidly, off the field, I have been outspoken that I don't think that this move was made strictly or in the majority of because of the performance on the field. Off the field, what is not clicking for Carson Wentz when it comes to his relationships in the locker room, when it comes to his leadership style, 
there has to be something going on when it comes to that for the Indianapolis Colts to go, you know what, we've had enough. And I think if he can figure that stuff out, I still believe that he's a starter in this league, but this is a make it or break it year for him. So that's Dan Orlovsky on NFL Live talking about the trade of Carson Wentz from the Indianapolis Colts to the Washington Commanders. Who needs to bounce back in sports most this week? Carson Wentz and, frankly, you know, I saw some people bring up Chris Ballard. Uh, The general manager of the Colts has really done that organization a disservice at the quarterback position in his tenure after Andrew Luck just up and retired on them in 2019. Um, they have been a shell of themselves, and it's weird to see because the Colts have been one of the best organizations in the NFL. Um, a lot of warts covered up by a Hall of Fame quarterback in Peyton Manning. But, I mean, you're talking about now seven straight seasons where there will be a different starter at quarterback at the beginning of the year. Uh, luck, Tolzine, luck again. You go to Jacoby Brissett, Phillip Rivers, Carson Wentz, and now, I mean, who? Jimmy Garoppolo? We will see. But at this point, there has been a lot of poor moves made around the quarterback position. And now you've traded Carson Wentz away before the Eagles, who you gave a first-round pick for Carson Wentz, even have had the opportunity to use that 2022 first-round pick. That player, Carson Wentz, he's already off the uh, the Colts roster. It's wild how badly they screwed this thing up. Um but it'll be interesting to see, and it's probably going to be to the Titans' benefit because the other three teams in the division are <laughs> just a mess. We're going to have some clarity on Deshaun Watson's situation tomorrow, which will be interesting. But uh, as I talked to, if you, if you listen to the radio show today, sports attorney Dan Luss says, uh, you know, a grand jury would indict a ham sandwich because if you get to a grand jury phase, there is likely an indictment coming. So. Uh, it seems like Deshaun Watson, the trade discussions are going to have to wait a few more weeks, if not months, if not years. We will see what results for Deshaun Watson tomorrow. Anyway, enjoy your weekend. If you don't join us on the radio show tomorrow, if you want a, a lot of great SEC basketball, uh, SEC tournament basketball talk, Ron Slay is going to be on the radio show. We're going to do, obviously, Titans-related stuff and draft stuff with Coach Dave McGinnis the Titans Radio. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, by the way, baseball is back which is very exciting for all of you Braves fans who are looking to see your team start to defend their World Series title. Uh, We'll talk about it from 10 to 1 on the radio show tomorrow. If not, I'll see you Sunday night around 8 p.m. on A to Z Sports Primetime.